Andrew says he's ready. He says that, but I don't know. We'll see about this. Let's let's give it a try. See what happens. Hello? Hello? Who is this? Who's this? You called me. That's not true. Don't you dare. Listen. I want to order a pizza. Okay. We can do that. Okay. <laughs> what do you want on it? I would like All right, here's what I want. Just just write this down. I'm going to I'm going to lay it out for you. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Dough. Do you got that? Yeah, we're out of that though. Okay. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Sauce. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. You writing it down? Yep. It doesn't sound like you're writing it down. Don't worry about it, man. I'm writing it down. Okay. All right. Sauce. Uh, cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I say dough? Yes, but we are out of dough. Do you want something else? Can you make it cheese-based then? I'd like you to take the cheese and uh, make it, just cook it separate in the oven. Mm-hmm. And then till it's like that, you know, like when you when it accidentally drops in the oven and you... You don't bother to clean it out. You just leave it in there for like three, four months. I want you to, oh, I want sure, you to yeah. bake it till it's like crispy like that, right? Mm-hmm. Then, ta- I, then take that out, then put the sauce on, right? Mm-hmm. Then, then, put, then put cheese on it, and then just cook that. Okay. Uh, do you want any sauce? I told you to write this down. Didn't I tell you to write this down? I don't think you... Have you been writing this down? Uh, you know, I mean... Uh, no. You know what? I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So I'm going to start from the beginning. Okay. Okay. Um, dough. How long is this bit going to go for? How long? Is there an, an end to this? I don't think there's an end to this. Um, we can initiate one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and have a life-changing event. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Bold of you to assume that I have been recording. Were you recording? I was. Yeah, I thought so. Listen, if any one of the two of us is going to be unprepared for this, it's not going to be you. You know that. Well... (laughs) It's amazing how having a child will change your life. Wait, what? Wait, what were you talking about then? Well, no, I was playing because they don't know the you know the listeners don't the listeners don't know that you've had a kid yet. I was trying to enter into that. I was trying. To... Actually, I think you're right. I don't think I even put it on Twitter. No, you didn't. You didn't. No, you put it on the private, but not on the on ours. I put it on the what? You put it like you. It was on social media on your account, but not on the. Oh yes. Yeah, that's correct. No, I don't like sharing my personal life with the listeners of the podcast, all right? That's true. I mean, you don't even share your real name, right, Steve? That's correct. I'm going to have to bleep that out. So how's it going? You're is it, you're like, what, like a weekend or something? Yeah, I'm a weekend. He You've is, been a full week now? Yeah, my son's name. Did you say your son's name on the show? What you, I don't know what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do. Well, it's our show, so we can do or not do whatever you want. I, If you want to say 
your son's name. That's fine. If you don't, that's okay. Uh, his name is Rowan. He. I can't believe you put that online. Jesus, you're such an irresponsible <laughs> parent. Don't I know it? He has gained a pound in the past week, as have I. He and I eat on the same schedule, which is every two hours. I'm exhausted. I uh, am pseudo at my wits end. And yet I know that I am not also because it will continue to happen. Yeah, it's uh it's a it's a it's a thing. I don't know why I agreed to do this. <laughs> it is it's quite a thing. I'll tell you what. Here's here's some uh, let me let me give you some advice. This is going to seem like it's going to be like this is going to be the rest of your life and it's not. But every phase of parenthood feels like this is going to be the rest of your life. So, just Settle into the fact that, like, you're gonna, that, like, days and weeks are gonna just drift by in one just giant haze. But, uh, and you're like, oh, this is it. This is how it's gonna be forever. I'm just gonna be up every two hours and down every two hours and blah, blah, blah. And then somehow you look back and you're like, holy shit, they stopped doing that. Remember when they used to do that? They stopped doing that. Now they do this thing, which is like he's like Emerson's. Remember, in the, we used to like really care about him, and then we just stopped. It's crazy, right? Exactly. <laughs> but like Emerson's in his full-on like terrible twos right now, oh. like just running around and just temper tantrums and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh god, this is it. This is the rest of my. This is the rest of my life. I got to deal with this. But eventually, it's just going to stop. But see, the thing that is really, really making this difficult is this whole pandemic shutdown business. That's the hardest part right now. Yeah, it doesn't help. Yeah, Like, yeah. I, you know, and not to mention, like, my current mental state. It's like I had to, like, take a, my fucking scooter to Target yesterday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I get around the corner and realize that I have... I forget what... I See, that's the thing, is that, like, I'm forgetting so much that I'm forgetting the things that happen in the story. Because I tried telling this to someone else, too, and I was like, I don't remember what the first thing I forgot was. Oh, yeah. But I forgot it, and then I had to go back and get it. And then I got it, and then I made it around the corner, and then had to go back, because I forgot my backpack that I was going to use to, like, bring the stuff home in. <laughs> and I was like, what did I think I was going to do? Yeah, it's... Is going to be, like, carrying it in my arms? No, your, your whole, like... You don't feel like you're on a you on the same plane of reality anymore. Like it does feels like you're just in a haze the whole time. It's just drifting from one thing to another. Yeah. Well, I feel like I shouldn't be allowed to like operate heavy machinery. No. Like I'm I'm doing so here's the thing. I'm doing the night shift and I'm we are both doing the day shift. Right. And I remember the advice you gave me was to sleep when they sleep. Yeah. But there's two problems with that. Yeah. One is that he doesn't sleep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the other, well, there is that. The yes. other is that like when he does sleep, it's for like an hour. Yes. So I'm not like I'm only getting no, like you're just an hour long naps. increments of sleep. Sorry. I thought I made that clear when I was saying sleep when he sleeps. You're just it's just from now on. It's just naps. It's just a lot of naps. Like they just will, they will fall asleep for like an hour, maybe two hours and you sleep for an hour, maybe two hours. And then you just do that. You get on, you can't make them on your cycle. You have to get on their cycle. No, fuck that. He's getting on my cycle. We're already (laughs) moving him towards it. I mean, you, yes, that, that's what you want to do is you want to move them towards it. But there's like a, there's a give and take to it that 
you're gonna, you know what I mean? Like you hit, you'll hit a certain wall. Like they'll make steps towards getting onto a normal sleep cycle and then they'll hit a wall or they'll hit a hurdle. There's also mental, when they hit mental leaps, uh, there's books about this that you should probably find on like, this week is when this happens. No, no, I'm just going to wing it. You know, what's the hardest part. (laughs) This will be fun for us. Is when he pees on something. Yep. And then I'm like, shit, now he owns that. Yeah. So I have to wait until I have to go to the bathroom and then I have to pee on the thing he already peed on to get it back. Right. It's so frustrating. It's yeah. I got to drink a lot of water. Well, that's also the reason that you can't sleep is because you just constantly have to pee all the time. I have lost. I am one rung smaller on my belt. Uh, I am living entirely off of brownies and mac and cheese. Cool. I don't understand why the human race like wasn't extinguished immediately yeah i'm not gonna lie here's the thing is that uh i don't i don't feel bad for you and i don't and it's not like a ha 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 i don't feel bad for you type of thing i i'm actually i think i'm feeling relieved because i was there was a big part of me that was worried that you were gonna have a kid and i'm gonna be like how's it going on the first week and you're like fine yeah i got it's this so bad and you just transitioned so easily into it yeah. that it would just you ask me and i'm like yeah, yeah he off. sleeps eight hours a night what's the big deal oh yeah he's doing great and i and i just like like a duck to water with this thing i'm just <laughs> naturally made for this i was so worried that you're gonna be like yeah i got this it's totally fine and i was gonna be just living say i kind of do i don't know if you saw my facebook thing but i'm, I'm thinking about sharing it to our twitter of um I was like when you have a newborn child but you've also spent most of your life working 20 hours a day 7 days a week and it's uh the Hulk from Endgame saying it's like I was made for this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's pretty that's true. I did see that one. Yeah. I mean, it does help adapt. I went 30 hours without sleeping until this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Way to go. Thank you. Well, that's the show. Yep. Why don't why don't you bring us home, Chris? <laughs> Uh, well, they can find us on. So uh, I just realized when I was about to go into that, I couldn't do that if I wanted to. So Mel is Mel is sleeping at night. Is she nursing or is she? How's this working? What what's going on? We're gonna change. We're gonna. By the way, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we've changed the genre of the podcast. Uh, so we're gonna make a hard left turn. I promise that's not true. No, this is it from now on. I promise. Get over it's, it. it's all gonna be okay. I'm just going to bitch for this episode. And then maybe part of the next one. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there on, everything's hunky-dory. So Rowan, when he was first born, mm-hmm. his heart rate was more than double what was like a safe heart rate. Right. So he was rushed immediately to like the, I don't know what it's, the neonatal intensive care unit. The or, NICU. Yes, NICU. Yeah. So they got him on formula like immediately right because we we like the only way we could go down there was by walking right uh and melinda was not able to walk uh for a little while and um we asked if we could get like a like a wheelchair or something and they said no what yeah i know it was very i don't look there's a lot of stuff that was going on that i predict is probably because of the coronavirus yeah let's just say that (laughs) 
for your own sanity. Let's just say that. So there's this musical that I was in in college called A New Brain by William Finn. It's a great, great show. And it's based on real life events of his having to go to the hospital to get like a brain operation, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are two different characters. There are many characters, but two of them are the nice nurse and the mean nurse. And every time I have been in a hospital, that has been my experience. 100%. That like there is a nice nurse and there is a mean nurse. And like almost everyone here was super great. Everyone was super cool, right. super nice, super helpful. Um, even up like literally, you know, she had not eaten all day. She, she had had breakfast and then immediately had contractions and we had to rush to the hospital. And then you're not allowed to eat after that until the baby's born. Right. So and the baby isn't born again until like midnight. <laughs> For some people, for some of us, it takes longer. Yeah, and if you don't eat, then you die. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to go look for food. But because of the coronavirus, all the restaurants are closed in this small town. The cafeteria is no longer 24 hours. The only thing that is open is vending machines. So I have to get her like a bag of chips and a Diet Cola. But I, I go out and I ask the nurses, like, is there anything open? And they're like, oh, God, honestly, probably not. But when we move her to recovery, they're going to have food for her down there. And I was like, oh, great. Any chance you know what? Just so I know, like, I can tell her if that's okay or if I need to go looking for something. And she was like, we'll find out right now. And she calls down. She gets an answer. She says to me, uh, it's chicken and rice with a side of uh, mac and cheese. And I was like, oh, she's going to love that. That's a perfect meal. So I tell her everything's great. We get moved down there. And what is there is a sandwich in a container. And the sandwich is literally just two slices of wheat bread with one slice of cheese and one slice of turkey. And that's it. And I look on the container and it says it expired on March 20th, which at this point is two days before that day like it's two days before the day of the story right so this other nurse comes in from recovery and i'm like hey uh any chance there's any other food this is expired and she asks me to hand it to her and i hand it to her and she goes this is only expired by two days and i'm like okay yes i know uh I i'm just curious is there something else that we can have like that we called ahead and they said there was other food so i don't know what's up and she turns around walks to the door throws the sandwich in the garbage and says, breakfast opens in seven hours, and walks out. <laughs> wow. Wow. And later, she comes back in at three in the morning. She has this, like, plastic Ziploc bag. She opens it. Half the contents fall on the floor. And she goes, oh, man. And then she dumps the rest of it on the bed, picks up the content that fell on the floor, sort of blows on it to get the dust off. And I'm like, well, maybe this is... Right, right, right. I don't know. Maybe it's another bracelet or something. It's something... Doesn't matter. To like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not... Doesn't need to be sanitary. It's fucking needles to take blood. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> they took her blood with it. Yeah. Yeah. I had... Um, we didn't have a bad nurse when we were in delivery, I think. Sarah. Yeah. Of course, Sarah's like right around the corner. Do we have... A, do, None of our nurses were really that terrible during delivery, right? No. It was just that one in recovery. Um, no, one of the ones in delivery because we were there for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, remember the one night nurse was not, she wasn't bad. She just, worked, she was just a little brusque. Yeah. She just, yeah. 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 There was one night nurse while we were in delivery. That was a little like brusque. Cause we went from but, like five centimeters. But after the, like, uh, after two. the anesthesiologist, she was a little yeah, after the anesthesiologist. Um, so we we didn't have any bad then, nurses during delivery, but then there was the one. So we go. So Sarah, by the way, I don't think I've ever have I ever told you Sarah's story about when we, she had Emerson. Uh, yes, many times. <laughs> every I end every phone call with it. 
so Sarah, so Sarah was in labor for four days. I, and I was with her the whole time for four days, right? So we didn't oh, really oh, like. Oh, what a martyr! I'm I'm applauding for you right now. Shut up. Sorry, um, I might be a little on edge because I have a newborn. Continue. Yeah, it's okay. That's fine. You you know what? You ride that ship out <laughs> as long as you can, baby. All right. I'm still trying to milk that one. So she was in labor for four days, and I was and I was there the whole time. So, you know, we both did not really sleep or eat. For four days straight. Yeah. Um, and so at the end of it, so finally we had we had Emerson, and then we're in the maternity wing, and uh, we they wheel her into the room, and we haven't showered for four days, and they they tell Sarah, okay, you can't shower right now because she had to have a C-section. So they were like, you can't shower because the water will get in, it'll get uh, it'll be a whole thing, and I was like, can I shower? And Sarah goes, you need to shower because you are filthy because you haven't showered for four days and you're filthy and you stink and I need you to shower. So I go out to the uh, so I go out to the front desk because there were no towels in the bathroom. And I went, hey, can I get a few towels uh, for the bathroom uh, to, to use the shower with? And the nurse goes, oh, she can't have a shower. And I was like, oh, actually, it's not for her. It's for for me. Now, they know that we have been here for four days. They've gotten all of our information. They know who we are and and that we're coming. And it's only me and her. It's not like we're coming with an entourage. So it's pretty obvious of a picture who who I am. And I go to the nurse. I was like, oh, no, no, it's for me. And she goes, oh, guests can't shower here. What? And I wanted to be like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not sure how I got labeled under the term guest. (laughs) But... uh, you need to get me some towels right now. <laughs> I was like, I'm not leaving my newborn child and my wife, right. who's recovering from a C-section, to go home all the way from Brooklyn well, to also, Queens to shower. Like, you're uh, like, you're like uh, there seems to be a misunderstanding here. Let me rephrase this. You have two options. One, you can hand me some towels. Or two, you can clean up all the water on the floor after I shower. Well, here's the thing. I was like, you can get me towels before I shower, or I will be walking out here wet and naked to ask for towels afterwards. But either way, <laughs> either way, I'm getting clean right now, and it's up to you. Not for guests. Like you were a homeless person. Like it says like bathroom for customers only. Guests aren't allowed to use the shower. That's what she said. And I was like, I don't, I don't think you understand what the situation here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. All right, by the way, all anesthesiologists uh, are complete dickheads and they can all rot in hell. You said that to me before. Our anesthesiologist was one of the best people there. Oh, good. That's fantastic. Very that's, nice. That's very kind, good. Sweet. Helpful, congratulatory, okay, like good. thankful. Thank you guys so much. Like, I hope everything goes well. You know, the only hard part we had with that was the only hard part we had with that was uh, that Melinda's. So she's got the epidural in and she's hitting the button like every couple minutes. She's like, I'm feeling <laughs> any different. Like, it still it hurts a lot. Yeah. And she keeps hitting this button and it's been like, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours goes by. And she's like, I don't think anything's happening. And so she did, first of all, she did the first like four hours without an epidural. And then she got it put in and then she's been hitting this button and she can't get it to work. And, uh, the, this nurse comes over and is, we were like, Hey, we're not sure if we're doing this right or what. She, she still is feeling a lot of pain. And the nurse goes, Oh, okay. Um, when was the last time you hit the button? And I, I was like, Oh, she hit it like a minute ago. 
And the nurse was like, no, no, she didn't. When, when did she hit it last? And I was like, I'm telling you, for the past like 10 minutes, she's been hitting it every minute trying to get it to work. And she goes, no, the light's not on. And she goes and she presses it really hard and it beeps and lights up. And I was, and Melinda was like, oh, I haven't been hitting it hard enough. <laughs> uh, and really that was funny. after like four hours. So she spent most of her labor not having, not hitting the button for more. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah had a similar story where her epidural was not working and they put it in and it was working fine for a little bit. And then all of a sudden she was like, oh, I can start to feel pain again. And for some reason, she's done this before because she's very she's very small and and epidurals don't like work on her very well. Like she has a high metabolism. And if you have that, like epidurals get absorbed very quickly. And so she's had this before where she's like, I know this pain medications go like right through me. But she goes, I, it was like after an hour or something. And she's like, I'm starting to feel it again. And she and the, they were all like, no. I mean, you're going to still feel some discomfort, but it's not going to do, it's not going to take everything away, but you know, you, no, 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 it's working. And she's like, like another 10 minutes go by and she's like, no, I definitely feel everything now. This is nothing. It, it's as if nothing was going on. And they brought it back in and I, I, I won't tell this whole story again. Cause I think I told you off mic the one night. Um, but the, this is when they had to bring in the anesthesiologist again. And he told my wife, because he was very unhappy that he had to do the epidural again. Uh, he had he told my wife, well, you know, labor's, labor's painful. It's still going to hurt. He told that to a and woman in labor. And she was like, oh. Yeah. Never mind. Never then. mind. Oh, cancel it then. But even when she was in with the C-section, who that, that anesthesiologist was very nice. Little weird but very enthusiastic about her job. She was very happy about it. But Sarah was going, now they're carving her up to take out a child out of her abdomen. And she's like, and you can't feel anything, right? And Sarah's like, no, no, no. And then she starts to go, well, I, my, my, I can kind of feel my toes. My toes feel a little cold. And she's like, no, you can't, you can't feel it. She actually said like, no, you can't. <laughs> and Sarah's like, no, I'm pretty sure they're my toes. And I, I know. That, that I can feel them. And then she's like, now I can actually like Jesus feel them, Christ. feel them. And she said like, she could feel the sensation drifting up her body. And I just, I'll never forget it. Cause I'm sitting next to Sarah and the anesthesiologist kept going, no, you can't, no, you can't feel it. You can't, you can't. And she's like, no, I can definitely feel it now. I can definitely feel it. And she goes, the anesthesiologist went wiggle your toes. And she looks over the curtain and then she just went wiggle your toes. And I see her look over the curtain and then just pauses for a second and goes, Okay, so I'm going to pump you up with more. <laughs> she can see Sarah clearly like moving her feet around while her abdomen is carved and stuck Jesus. open. Yeah. Uh, we almost had to have a C-section. They, um, they were very, um, <laughs> probably irresponsible, but very nice. They kept saying, okay, we're going to give you 10 to 20 more minutes to do this. The baby's heart rate is is very, very high, and that's a bad sign. Like, usually we should, we need to do a, a C-section if, if it's this high. Right. But we're going to, you know, wait for it to go down and try again. And for like 10 to 15 more minutes, we're going to give it a try. And they said 10 to 15 more minutes for about an hour and a half. Yeah. And then ended up doing an episiotomy and using the vacuum. And yeah, ours um, pulled that sucker out. Ours, because it, it was run by midwives. So they were, they're kind of unique. Like they will not, they will not force you into C-section 
unless unless the the child or the mother is in distress. And so that's what one of the reasons we went for like four days. But they kept going like <laughs> they kept checking on her, and she still wasn't. Nothing was happening, and she was like, they were just kept going like. I mean, you could do a C-section if you want. It's your choice. Uh, but for three days straight, they just kept going like, I mean, it's your choice. If you want, we have it prepped and ready to go. You can go in right now. But just for three days straight on the hour, they just kept coming in and doing it. Wow. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was crazy nuts. That could fill an entire episode of, of a podcast, which I won't do right now. We should just start a new podcast. Yeah. So anyway, other than that happening... It really nothing else has actually happened to tell you the truth everything is uh, shut down and delayed and cancelled so yep. end of show basically actually I have believe it or not I have a, just a few just a few few items I've got like a couple but they're not they're not great yeah I mean nothing I have is like outstanding but uh, for for the, just for the sheer novelty of it I've got a few things. I've got a little Marvel. I've got a little DC. Do you actually, though? In celebration of your first show back as a father. The choice is yours, Andrew. What would you like to start with? I I don't know, man. (laughs) Um, DC... Oh, you're going to have a nervous breakdown right now. This yeah, is going to be great. Go is ahead. That, you can is choose. This, is your I can son, hear it in your voice. Is you're your about son to crack. the reason for your is nervous it. breakdowns? Is that the reason you always go on these like this insane is, tirades? I can't, I can't wait to see. Yes. Oh, man. I can't wait. You're going to you're gonna feel it. It's like you're going to feel something like click, like a piece of glass is broken in the oh back of your God. head. And that's, uh, that's you want to go for like if you don't fight against it don't bother doing that just go with it and just let it happen just, just let push. it shatter just push for it's, 10 it seconds it feels so much better yeah it feels so good um go ahead you can choose whichever one you like this is it this is where he has the psychotic break while right you are waiting for me to respond I, I was so hoping, i'm going to come to your apartment and murder you oh i was so hoping that this would happen on mike i was i knew it would happen eventually <laughs> I was just worried that it wouldn't happen on microphone, but I'm so glad DC that it comics. Is. You know what? I actually don't have anything DC. Do you want to? Do you want to choose something else? <laughs> is this? I don't like this. I don't want you to to break this. I don't want you to break this this tradition. Do you? I listened the other day to the one where you broke the tradition because yep. you were you were doing it with yeah. Eric when we were on the yes. like when we had the Not Movies podcast on. And they actually released a new episode, by the way, after I shamed them into making. I one was I, I, that's oh that I, that I, I did want to mention that the the Not Movies podcast. I haven't seen. I haven't listened to it yet. It is literally because. You call them out. I know. It's a four-minute episode that they just talk about how we <laughs> called them out. And so they decided to record oh. a new episode. <laughs> I got to listen to it's it. It's fantastic. I've been busy. It's really kind of brilliant. But that episode where we had, where we were on their show and they were on ours, where they're like, he, you ask Eric and he guesses a random one. And the other two are so confused. Like Sean is like, I believe there were two very obvious decision, like choices that you could choose from. Yeah. And Eric's like, no, no, this is a bit. I, I, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I did. By the way, I gave him his choice and let him have whatever he wanted just so that it would bother you. I'm aware. I yes. That's, that. I, I know that. Yeah. That's the whole reason. Yeah. 
that I... Uh... It was me burrowing that a little further into your psyche. Chris, why do we still do this bit? Chris, why do we still have a podcast? Too bad I want to talk about Star Wars. Does that make you feel better? Yes. So uh, we got some Mandalorian casting for season two going on. Some exciting oh. Mandalorian casting. Um, probably the biggest thing is Rosario Dawson. Oh, shit. Future Mrs. Cory Booker herself. I don't know if they're still dating. Is Has joined the cast of The Mandalorian. She is going to be playing... Osa- I'm going to mispronounce this. I know it. Uh, Ahsoka Tano. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is a fan favorite from the the animated shows from the Clone Wars and from Rebels and, and all oh, that's that. That's a great choice. Yeah. Um, this is, I'm trying to think if this is the first, I don't think it's the first animated character that's crossed over now into some sort of live action form. No, certainly not. But this is definitely one of the biggest. And this has been a long time coming because this was actually a, a movement that kind of happened on Twitter to get Rosario Dawson cast as this part. Uh, somebody said that she would be great at it and they tweeted at her and she was like, that would be amazing. I'd love to do it so much so that like she was on good morning America and they asked about it and she was like, yeah, I would love to do it. And so they actually casted her as Ahsoka. uh, So you you know what, who I'm saying, I'm going to mispronounce this from now until the end of time, (laughs) the orange one. Okay. This is, I think this is the the first time we've seen her. In yes, live action. This is the first time we've seen this character in live action. Yeah. Did we know what time period this show takes place? The Mandalorian takes place uh, after Return of the Jedi, but before Episode 7, 8, 9. But that's so a huge it's, gap, it's right? Fairly it's like 30 years. Yes, it is. It's fairly soon after Return of the Jedi. It's closer towards Return of the Jedi than it is to Force Awakens. Okay. Because so I was going to say, that's uh, that, there's so much like mapping all the the writers have to do and stuff to make sure to i'm sure they have to be like what characters are alive right now and how old would they be and stuff like that right 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 there is there is a guy whose literal job is just to keep track of all of that oh i'm sure disney has hired a guy who, it's it's literally his Can job imagine, to just be like god what a this job is the entire canon history oh, i would love to yeah. have that job right that's your job is that People, Disney then comes to you and is like, hey, they want to use this character. And he's like, hold on, let me check the tombs. And you have to put down your Hot Pocket and your Cheetos. Yeah. And you know he does it in, with such an attitude of like, Ugh. and he wipes the grease from his hands, all annoyed and indignant. Well, actually, um, in uh, after at the end of The Empire Strikes Back, it was his left hand that was uh, removed from his body. And yet, in the comics, when you see it, it is his right hand. That's a right good character. Hand. How long have you been holding on to that character? Oh, about 32 years. That's good. That's a good one. I like that one. Um, by the way, she's not the only one. She's not the only casting news we have for The Mandalorian. Who else is Rosario Dawson playing? She's, yeah, really. Um, <laughs> she's going to be... Uh, playing Boba Fett. No, that'd be nice. Good be choice. Actually, I, in all honesty, amazing. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Actually, now that I say that out loud, <laughs> let's forget what I was going to say and, and just. We need to go her. back to that Boba Fett movie we were writing, and she's know, she's and, the cast. We're oh, casting her. We never finished that, did we? I don't know. Who can keep track anymore? Uh, Michael Bean from Terminator fame has also been cast in a role that has not been identified yet. In, uh, but in the Mandalorian season is he, two. Is he the big Austrian guy? Uh, yeah, he's the one who's really, I think he's the one who's really jacked. Great. 
But uh, chances are, is he going to play an alien? Nah, I don't think so. I think he'll just play a normal, normal dude, right? Probably some sort of bounty hunter. He looks... I don't even know who this is. Michael Bean? He's the guy from the first Terminator movie. He's Kyle Reese. Oh, I I mean, the last time I saw that was probably 20 years ago, but yeah. My God, man. My God. The second one is better. Oh, well, for sure. Um, he's supposed, he was supposed to be in the second one. Did you know that? No, I didn't. The They were going to switch them in the second one so that the Terminator was the good guy and then the T-1000 was originally going to be played by Michael Bean, it was going to look like Kyle Reese. So the person that was pursuing her is the father of her child and her former lover and the person that saved her life. Wow. Which could have been interesting, but I I think it's better. It's it's weirdly too... I think there's a lot in that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's weirdly too... um, uh, What's the word? Much? Sure, let's go with that. It's (laughs) It's almost too clean. Like, it's too in, sure. in sync with each other. I don't know what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is going to be... Here's the problem with you having a kid now, is that one of us could be completely scatterbrained and tired and have a nervous breakdown, because the other one would anchor it. Yeah. And now we're just we're just adrift at sea yep, at we're this just, point. We're just the flying out. shows are just going to be... Which one of us is Wilson and which one of us is Tom Hanks? We're both the volleyball. That's the problem. Yeah. Ugh. Or you're the volleyball and I'm the weird raft made of videotape and outhouse boards or something. Or whatever the hell. Can I be the axe he makes out of an ice skate? Sure. That's fine. Can I be the package he doesn't open? Can I be the package he does open, if you know what I'm saying? Yeah, nicely done. Um, <laughs> there's, one, there's actually one more. This one is just a rumor. But it's been rumored that also Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be in the second season of The Mandalorian. Uh, there's Any no, this is not, they don't know who she would play. It, this is just a rumor. They've, she's just been on set a couple of times. And so people are suggesting that she's going to end up being a role. I feel like, I mean, if Jamie Lee Curtis was going to play a role, what, what kind of role would she play in the Mandalorian? I mean, she could easily be like a, um, Mon Mothma. Um, she could be like a character like that, like a head of the rebel something something. Or I'm gonna say she's a bartender. <laughs> I'm gonna say she's like like uh, some uh, some random bartender or mechanic or some sort of goods dealer. Probably that. That's what I'm gonna say. What if she's just a Nativia salesperson? She could be. She could be that. She's probably just, I, but that's what I feel like. She's probably just gonna. She's probably just gonna be the crazy lady that she played in the last Halloween movie. That's gonna be. She's gonna sell space yogurt, is what she's gonna do. Mm, space yogurt is really good. Have you ever had space yogurt? I have not. Do you know what it is? Semen. Yep, I made it up, so it could be anything. <laughs> um, Great. Let's see. What else do I have? Uh... Oh, let's do this one. Oh, wait. Do you have anything, actually? Uh, Did you see John Krasinski's Good News Network thing? I have seen of it, but I haven't actually watched it yet. Is it worth a watch? Should I give it a watch? Yes. Okay. It's excellent. Okay. It's. Did you ever watch The Office? Of course. I was, it was... Okay, yes. It was, like, government issued. Yes, then watch it. It's, uh, it's excellent. It's... And I'll even just say this to everyone uh, who's listening. It's incredibly important right now because there's a lot of shit going on <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's good to have some good news. It's really hard to find bad like the any to weed out the bad news, you know, and he has somehow managed to do it. In fact, he managed to do it 
by going on Twitter and asking, hey, does anyone have any good news? So it's not even like news news. It's just like people talking about stuff. And he's like, oh, that seems important. And like putting it out there. That's awesome. That's really funny. Yeah, I have. I've been meaning to give it a watch, but I've been too busy just looking at all the bad news. And I was like, I'll get through once I get through all the bad news, I'll I'll give this a watch. And then um, interesting fact there. It just keeps happening. And so I just keep uh, every single day. We watch a live stream of Donald Trump. We watch a live stream of Stephen Fulop, who is our our mayor of Jersey City. We watch a live stream of Phil Murphy, who's the governor of uh, of Jersey. And we watch a live stream of Andrew Cuomo because we're so close to New York that whatever happens there happens to us, too. <sighs> I was like, if you haven't been watching Andrew Cuomo, <laughs> let me tell oh, yeah. you, you have been missing out on some of the best parts the, of this the, pandemic. The one yesterday, have you been like l- watching the whole things? No, I've just been watching little bits. So of it. yesterday he went on a 10 minute rant about his like parents spaghetti marinara. <laughs> oh, no, there's a reason for that. Because his brother, he's, he's, by the way, if actually, if you want something that'll kind of like, just make you chuckle and, and make you feel better in, in this time. Um, his brother, Chris Cuomo, is an anchor on CNN. And so he's been going on his brother's show a lot in the last couple of weeks um, to, to touch base with what's been going on. But he, it's funny because like, they have no... Even in the midst of a crisis, Andrew Cuomo has no problem just busting his younger brother's balls <laughs> on live national television. It's really hilarious. And it's really kind of great to watch because, like, they do a real interview and he's talking about issues and things like that. But he will not, it's not even that they reserve it for like the beginning and the end of the interview. And they kind of like, you know, are a little loose at the beginning and the end to keep it light. And then they get into the, to the real issues throughout. The throughout the interview, he'll be giving serious answers, and then at the very end of an answer, he'll just like put in a little jab to his younger brother. It just it's a, at random. <laughs> we'll do it, and so he'll just start doing that. And he'll he was talking about his his parents' marinara sauce on his brother's show the other day. So I don't know if that fed into him talking about his family's marinara sauce. It's so whatever. fucking random. It, it's just really hilarious. It's really, really funny. I'll have to check out that video. I'll have to look up. There's a, cu- the, there's a couple of them. There's a couple of them now. The last one that he did was really great because Chris Cuomo was was doing it. He's he was at home, so he had, he was doing a show from his basement. And the governor of New York is just going, "Where are you doing? What is that? What is behind? <laughs> Where are you? Are you in your basement right now?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm in my basement." And he's like, "Well, I mean, you know, some of us we have to we have to work for a living. Uh, we can't we don't get to just work from our basement." But uh, That's very like, funny. it just starts it just starts going after him. It's great. I don't know if it had to do with that though. It it was like it was literally like he was like you know we all have to make sacrifices. You know my I remember growing up uh, when I was a kid I didn't like it but like every whatever once a month or once a year or something the whole family would get together and you know my parents would make this really good it's an old recipe from my grand this great marinara sauce and they'd make spaghetti and sausage and we'd all sit around the table and chat and like. But it's ended up just being this tirade, not a tirade, but like a, a digression about like spaghetti and pasta. And then eventually he's like, all right. So anyway, 3000 people have died so far in New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's so weird. Uh, it's great. I kind of love it. That's amazing. 
All right. All right. What, what's happening? What's going on? What? I don't know. Um, let's see. Let's, I want to save that one for last. Uh, there's a story that I have that's really good and I want to save for last. What are we at? Like 45 minutes now? Okay. I don't know how long you want this to go on for. I don't care. And that's what she said. You're like, because I'm not going to be able to edit this and get it out ever. And it's never going to see the light of day. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> we can do this for <laughs> 10 hours. Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Here's I'll do this quick one as well. Let's see. Uh, Loki. There's some Loki casting news as well. It's all casting news because nothing's shooting right now. Nothing's <laughs> happening. Yeah. Nothing's happening. So it's all just like casting in the hopes that we have a civilization. After They're all this. just like at some point in the next two years, we'll start filming we'll this. We'll start doing this. Um, um, Loki has cast Richard E. Grant oh. as something in the in the show Loki. Uh, Richard E. Grant, first of all, Oscar nominee, uh, but secondly, also you, everyone here would know him from Logan as the villain in Logan. Yes, the, that's what I, I was just know. looking it up because I was like, he's been in a Marvel movie before, but I guess it technically wasn't a Marvel movie. No, yeah, he was in Logan and then he was lastly seen in uh, Rise of the Skywalker. Um, or the Rise of Skywalker. Or Rise of Skywalker. Don't at me on the thes, okay? Just lay off my ass. The, no word on what he's been what he's been cast as, but it's going to be time police, right? Like, we can all get behind this. We all know this is going to be time police. He's got to be a time police. It's got to be. Got to be. Got to be a time police. Where else would you put Richard E. Grant? Would you make him a bartender or a mechanic or that woman from Halloween? You can't do... No. He's going to be He's gonna be time Maybe police. Maybe he's going to reprise his Star Wars role. Maybe he and Owen Wilson are playing the same role, younger and older version. Oh, that's a great idea. Isn't it? Because they're the same type and they sound exactly the same. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's, see? Yeah, that was good. It's. I mean, it's flawless. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be. I, yeah, I don't think the audience is going to be able to tell the difference, like which one of those is representative of which one. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's all I have on that one, actually. You got anything? I, I have that Lock and Key got a second season, but I don't know anything about it. <laughs> it you know what's interesting in the, uh, about that? Uh, I forgot that there was a first one. Yeah. I forgot that that came out. Is it? Is it good? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it just there? Is it even there? Who knows? But apparently there's a second one. Add us on Twitter... Because I don't, and just tell us, is it, is it worth checking out? Cause I don't, I, like one of the worst things for me is getting like, like someone just recommended a bunch of stuff, a handful of things to me, a friend of mine I was talking to yesterday. Um, and one of the things she recommended was, um, the, the marvelous miss, Mrs. Mrs. Maisel, Maisel that or whatever. is actually, actually fantastic. I know. And I'm like, I really want to watch it, but I was like, how many seasons are there already? And she was like, I don't know, like three or four. And I was like, yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> you know, there, there are three, but they're not full seasons. They're like, they're like. I think eight to ten or something. Right. My point, though, is that like, okay, so Lock and Key, we've got one season out. Tell me if this is worth watching now so I can get one season out of the way before it's like six seasons deep. And I'm like, oh, shit, I should have watched this. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It just tell us if it exists because I, I lost track <laughs> at this point. Wait. Oh, yeah. That was you, right? So it's me? Yes. Man, we're just ping-ponging it back and forth. <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> Seamless transitions here. Okay, this is gonna be my last one. I think this is gonna. I think this is gonna take us take us to the finish line. Ready? This. I'm so happy with this. I was so excited when I read this. Uh, so what could this I, possibly be? Okay, just wait. You're gonna love it, Andrew. As you know, there's been 
so much going on in the world and a lot of companies have been stepping up for good causes, you know, donating ventilators and masks and everything to help out our, our healthcare providers and our people on the front line of, of fighting the coronavirus. Um, and here in New York City, there's been a, a company that has really stepped it up to help all the wonderful healthcare workers out there. Pornhub.com actually donated <laughs> hold on wait for it pornhub.com actually donated 50,000 masks to New York City hospitals okay and that is tremendous but here's the other part of it they also gave away 30 days of their premium service for free for free <laughs> chris what the fuck? To what encourage people what is this to stay to inside and, movie and stem the spread of the virus by simply encouraging the spread of more viruses. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real thing that really happened. Of course it did. They gave they are giving away guys, don't panic. But this is not a drill. They are giving away free porn on the internet. <laughs> not not just like the cheap stuff, the good stuff, all right? Free premium porn on the internet for 30 days. So as soon as you switch this off, you need to head on over there. You don't have to switch it off. And I mean, you can still listen. That's fine. Yeah. We'll watch with you. I'm watching right now. Here, we'll wait. Hold on. We'll wait. Okay, that's probably enough that's time. Pro- that's got to be enough, yeah. This is incredible. Could this be possibly the most generous thing that is done for the coronavirus, Andrew? No. Uh, here's the other <laughs> thing. You, first of all, Pornhub has already been making a, a fuck ton of money, no pun intended, before, like, just from people staying home. Their, their sales skyrocketed. Right, right. Just at the beginning of this. And by encouraging people to stay home more, they will continue to make more money. So this is not donations. This is an investment. Oh, also, um, some of that some of that extra money that they've been getting, that it's also donating $25,000 to the Sex Workers Outreach Project. So there you go. Well, that's very nice of them. But at the end of the day, Pornhub, just like every other company, is just a company. Their goal is to maximize profits. If they think they can maximize profits by donating money to healthcare workers, they will do that. If they thought that it would be more lucrative for them to buy all the masks and hoard them, they would do that as well. So, uh, you know, I don't I don't ever give too much credit to any company or corporation. I mean, it's it's very nice that they're doing this as opposed to like Jeff Bezos, who's just like, holding his middle fingers up to all of his employees. Uh, Jeff Bezos, for anyone who doesn't know, is the the head of Amazon. But um, whatever, who cares? Marvel and DC, I actually, di- I didn't get a chance to read this article. I almost included it in my news today. I think you're today, not but... focused on the free porn aspect of this story enough. I didn't, I didn't have the time to read the article, but there's Marvel and DC are actually... <laughs> Just move it on from this one? Marvel and DC are actually uh, they're taking... <laughs> they're taking measures... To... Don't be jealous because you don't have time to watch porn anymore, Andrew. 
They're, uh, look, it's That's what weird. this is. No, no, no. That's what this is. You're angry because I brought up a story about how there's free premium pornography content available on the internet for the next 30 days. And that you know, because you have a kid, that you can't enjoy it right now. Look, all I'm saying is that it is very strange to have my phone with porn sitting to my right and the baby monitor sitting to my left. <laughs> Wow, you really got to keep those screens straight, depending on what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, one, totally normal. Uh, the other, um, uh, you're going to jail, and after you get out, you're knocking on everyone's door. Yep, and who can say which is which? Anyway, Marvel and DC are taking steps of some sort to make sure that uh, local comic shops don't close down while they're they're shut, you know, for the coronavirus. So that's good. That, that is good. Unfortunately, also, uh, they're not um, they're not putting out any new comics either. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say, unfortunately, they're not putting out any porn. Well, so. they don't have to because uh, <laughs> Pornhub actually donated 50,000 masks to New York City Hospital. I'm just going to bring it back around and just do the whole story all over again. I'm going to take this at a running start. Which, by the way, there's actually a really good video of someone taking a running start at something on Pornhub.com. Anyway, uh, they, yeah, they're, they are trying to, to help out um, small comic shops, which is great because we don't even know how, like, big, huge companies are going to be surviving this, let alone the mom and pop shops. Uh, so anything they can do is help. What sucks for for the people who are now sitting at home with nothing to do and nothing to read, uh, they, they're they not putting... Because they're not putting out any print, uh, Diamond, Co- Diamond Comic Distributors said that they're not going to be putting out any print comics to any uh, marketplace. And so the, Marvel and DC came out and basically said... We're also not going to put out anything digitally at the same time. So there are no comics today. None. They, I did notice they're doing like buy one, get one free on their digital comics, though, which is nice. Yeah, on Comixology. Maybe. Comixology does that themselves, though. That's that's a sale that they do. Let me look again, because I thought it was on, I thought it was a Marvel thing. On the on like their app? I don't know. Is their app run through comics? Marvel offers buy one, get one sale on digital comics. The best of the Marvel Universe lies at your fingertips. Marvel Digital Comic Shop is holding a storewide buy one, get one free sale. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And DC has a bunch of sales going on digitally as well. I'm just saying they're not putting out any new content, which is fine because I have enough to worry about because I'm trying to make my way through all of the premium pornography content on Pornhub. <laughs> just giving away 30 days of porn for free. I, I'm sorry. To keep us inside us? What's happening right now? Am I getting a kickback from this? I hope so. Maybe. I'm not. I wish. You'll be getting a kickback soon after this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's all I got. You got anything else? Well, I did have one thing. Okay. Uh, let me let me see if I can find it. Pornhub is donating fifty thousand masks to the New York City area. Really? Mm-hmm. Are they are they doing anything else to help with the quarantine and the social distancing? I don't know. The person who told me, I wasn't really listening. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll look into that. It's it's so good when you see a company stepping up like that and really trying to help out, help out in a crisis. Listen, all I have to say is that I don't have anything else because I spent like an hour rooting through news trying to figure out what was real and what wasn't because today is april fool's day you know what i have seen 
remarkably little actual April Fool's things going on. Maybe I haven't been looking that hard. Which is kind of a shame. No, you have. Uh, you've been looking just fine. The, the problem is that- <laughs> You don't know how I've been looking, Andrew. Don't don't you fucking do that. Listen, if you had a shower when Emerson was born, I, I know you're looking just fine because normally you wait just decades. Yep. That's true. Like sites like Google and YouTube and Facebook and a bunch of other places, they said they didn't want to do April Fool's gags because they thought it would be considered bad taste during the coronavirus stuff. And I'm like, this is when we need to laugh more than ever. What in the world are you all thinking? Yeah, I agree. I, the one I actually really miss is the um, the Criterion Collection always does an April Fool's joke of new movies that they're going to include in the Criterion Collection. Maybe they don't do it every year. Maybe I think they do it every year, but I know the one year they did it and they included Kindergarten Cop, I think is what they said was going to be the new Criterion Collection. And I was like, ah, that's oh, great. Very good. And they even make up like the fake, the fake, uh, you know, uh, poster art for it and everything. It's fa- it's really fantastic. The earliest one I can remember was um, YouTube... I think it must have been in like 08, 09. YouTube made it so that every single video you clicked on led to the music video for Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. Oh, they rickrolled all of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I wish they would do that now simply because then people would stop watching the news for just a little bit because they'd be trying to watch it. Exactly. I, You know, I was just telling Melinda about this, that I remember one of the pieces of media that has stuck with me more powerfully than anything else was Jon Stewart's speech on The Daily Show on, at the beginning of the first episode after 9-11. Right. And it was like this eight to ten minute talk about how if we stop laughing, they win. And we have to keep going. Like, we have to show the world that we're not going to roll over. That they this doesn't change anything. We still are ourselves. We still have hopes. We still have dreams. We still have emotions. And we still have a sense of humor. And that that can't change because of one event. Yeah, well said. I think that, I think that we should make a push for a national day, even a global day. But I'll, I'll, I'll settle for national. Like a national day of... Pornhub. <laughs> Uh, that'll be the next day. <laughs> but then we should have like a national day of turnoff where for the full day, because let's be honest, there's no new news coming out. Right. It's more of the same every single day. The numbers are going up and we all just tune in to see how much the numbers have gone up. Yep. There's no actual news going on. So it's kind of pointless to watch it, but we all do. So I think we should all have a national day of turnoff. Where for one full 24-hour period, no one goes on any news, no one goes on social media, no one does anything. Just be. This could be, I mean, every, it's it's a unique situation that we're in and that we will probably, hopefully, never see again in our lifetime where everyone, almost everyone, is at home with basically like almost the day off yeah you know like they're at home at some point they're not at an office it's kind of um i don't know that that kind of thing could ever go through though because like the news is very important i'm being an optimist here will you like will you let me have this hey everyone uh it looks like there's a plane about to crash you know in your hometown 
uh, maybe get out of there or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's right. a horrible storm coming tonight uh, that we didn't see before, but it's going to get there at 10 p.m. tonight. And if you're not there, you'll be safe. But if you stay in your home, you're probably going to die. Yeah, I think that what I'm saying is that if there is some sort of emergency, there's also emergency systems that are usually in place, like that will come through with alerts like that. There actually, there isn't. They just tested one last year. Like we don't have wow, those. You're, you're just killing me here, man. You're just killing me I know, we don't here. have them in place. That's what I'm saying. We have Amber Alert. Right. And then we, they, do you remember, do you remember when they tested the nuclear alarm in Hawaii? Yes. And they didn't tell people they were testing it. And everyone in Hawaii got a text that said like, hey, everyone, you're about to die. Yeah. I'm just trying to put forth something. Okay, never mind. All right, cool. I'll just let it. I'll just let it die then. That's fine. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, I think that's uh, that's it then. Like I, I don't have any. Do you have anything else? I, I, is there anything else? There's nothing else. That's it. All right, everybody. Well, you know what? Here's one new thing for you. In case you were running out of stuff to binge watch or listen to or have here's a little bit more content for you just to pass another hour at home in your pajamas oh yeah or not oh if you've been using that porn hub yeah all right um uh let's see oh actually before we go hey andrew what 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 <laughs> Where can they find us? They can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, or SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can listen to us at any of those places. You can also go to our Twitter, which is Twitter.com. Our handle there is at Media Lunch Break. You can visit us on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. I have an idea for a video that might be going up at some point if I can find the time to do it while raising a newborn. You can also give us money at Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break. And Lord knows I need it. Lord knows my child needs it. If you don't give us money, the child's going to die of starvation. You can also visit us at our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. You can send us an email, although I'd rather you send us money, but if you need to send us an email, you can send it at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. Rate and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. It helps out a ton. Thank you to Julie Thanks, for Julie. Uh, being our favorite patron, although we love all our children the same. Do we love all our children the same? I never cared for Job. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I get that. All right, that is it. We will be back again in the near future, I think. And by the time we're back, this is still going to be going on. So you'll need this. You'll need this. And actually, our next episode is going to be on uh, things you can listen to or watch or read or whatever for uh, the quarantine, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, best things you can you can watch, you can binge during quarantine. I think that's... Uh, so expect that next week. Gonna, yeah, that's going to be good um, because... Let's be honest. At first I was like, oh no, everyone will have already been binging stuff. And I'm like, but by the time it comes around, they'll have finished binging something and then need to binge again. Can I make a prediction? Yeah. I predict that both of our lists only have one item and that item, uh -huh. Pornhub.com. You're damn right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Oh, God. Did you hit stop? No. Neither did I. How did I know you did you you didn't hit stop? How did I know that? I I I don't know. Did Pornhub tell you? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to get I don't know if there's a code for the Pornhub. 
I need to look into that. I feel like if the government wanted blackmail on all of us, Mm -hmm. all they'd have to do is look up our Pornhub uh, history. Pornhub history. So is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. I, I, do, I really do not want them doing that with me. There's a few combination of words that I've put together into that search engine that I really... <laughs> like you're tied to a chair with like a, a black eye and like cuts all over your arms. And like, you know, your half your hair has been ripped out. You've been waterboarded for the past 20 minutes. And you're like, I'll never give you the information. And then an FBI agent is like, all right, fine, and leaves. And then another agent comes in with a stack of papers, slams it down on the table and says, so... What can you tell me about furries? <laughs> the problem is if the FBI agent came into the room and slammed down the stack of papers and that stack of papers was my Pornhub search history, the stack of papers would break the table. <laughs>